we'd like to thank the following Patreon donors. MLKN, Nick Morgan, Maddie P, Kevin Lovecraft, Strugglebus, Jonah Levin, Tristan Gilbert, Jay Booth, Marius Salisbury, Colin Matter, Saren Kai, and David Alber. You, you can tell us the odds, but nobody else. Why are you giving me a goddamn history lesson? You just trying to do exposition? Everybody knows what happened to Mars. You don't need to discuss it. Goddamn first wife put one of them infidelity goddamn viruses on my ship. I just wanted to say, when you visited that hospital, let's get out. All those, with those kids, and you gave them such hope. One of those kids was my son. And I wanted to say, thank you so much. Got it up. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable Podcast Network, and we're here to play Never Tell Me the Odds, a one-shot, a space opera-like game where you play as characters basically doing maybe one last job, maybe doing your final job in a space opera setting. Think of them as a whole group of Han Solos just trying to survive. And today I'm here with two important members of Fanable, Billy and David. Introduce yourselves, please. One and a half members of important members of Fandible, Billy, and I am the half and half of Fandible. I am uh, I'm a little fattening for you and also kind of pointless. Hey, everybody. <laughs> my name is Dave, and I am playing Mr. Hill House, uh, who is a uh, who, who is a ghost alien from Mars. And honestly, if. If you think for a second I saw that opportunity and I would turn away from it, you've never listened to the show. I am an undead Martian. I'm a Martian who cannot find the light. I am a Martian that will come up behind your sexy wife and help her mold that clay pot that she's always been working at while sexy music plays. Um, also, my character is uh, really good at impersonating people. Oh, my God. I just realized that that's actually a thing I can do. Uh, yeah, my character is an impersonator, which means uh, he can impersonate people. That's what he does. Or, or they. Really, I'm dead. So, like, what is, what is that? And as you're saying that, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Hillhouse, mm-hmm. you're standing in front of the person who invited you. And by invited, I mean got uh, individuals to drag you here. Strange that you could be dragged as a ghost, but these... <laughs> These individuals are able, some able to do. It's used. They used a proton back to grab you and st- put you in front of the head of the, at least this sector's head of the of the snail mafia thread. Now this thread himself, although not an actual snail from Earth, looks a lot like a snail. That's where the name stuck. Uh, basically, like a, a fleshy, thick, uh, rod-like body on the top of its back is like a long string of what looks like bone across its back as he stares down at you. What you assume is his eye stalks. Mr. Hillhouse, I thank you for telling me about your capabilities, but it is not necessary. I know exactly who you are. Yeah, I I assumed you knew that because um, <clears throat> I 
as um, ghost Martians are very famous for being very skilled and also oof, as he like twists in the proton <laughs> like last last I like also very inclined <laughs> to help anyone within the mollusk society. Are you a mollusk? I can't remember. Ow! Yep. Just bash him a few times. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Did that? Yeah. <laughs> now we're just waiting for uh, the next. Ah, there he is. And in comes. Hey, everybody. This is Billy. I am not so much the half and half of Vanable, but I'm like the 2%, you know, milk, mm-hmm. uh, 2% fat milk, especially after COVID. Um, <laughs> definitely, definitely feeling that weight gain. So mm-hmm. right now I am playing uh, Douglas Goddamn Baron, and that is his middle name. He had it legally changed uh, during a, after a night of debauchery and drinking. Mm-hmm. Douglas is a 76 year old, uh, 76 year young gentleman who is uh, bordering on the beefy side, beardy side, smelly side of things. And he comes in grumbling the entire time. He has a trench coat that's trailing behind him. And what passes for maybe what, what a futuristic cowboy hat would be like. Uh, and he, he curses as like, you know, two rather large reptilian bodyguards push him forward. And one seems to push him a little bit too much. So finally, uh, Douglas turns around and just clocks the, like the beast across the face and be poor turning her back towards the mollusk and says, what the hell are you dragging me back here for? I'd kick you in the nuts if I wasn't sure I'd just hear an echo. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny that you think you're a comedian, Douglas. But as you'll recall, you still owe me for the Ovian job 20 years ago, and I've come to collect. Douglas reaches into his pocket and pulls out a cigar. Uh, He looks around for a light and finding none, he just holds it up towards the plasma holding (laughs) Mr. House and then ignites it. And he takes a a puff from it. All right. Don't say Douglas ain't ain't one to settle his debts. So who do you want me to kill this guy? I look towards uh, Mr. Hill House before saying someone beat me to it. I can assure you, if I wanted to dissipate Mr. House, I could with ease. But that's not what we're here for. You will need his particular skills for this particular assignment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get to it before I start chucking salt. <laughs> you look over, um, <clears throat> you look over uh, Douglas and you see the mirror image of the uh, of the snail person wrapped in the spiritual cord. Look over and be like, I'll kill, I'll give you 20,000 space bucks to kill the imposter right now. Steven, <laughs> smash him a few more times, please. Oh, no, I was just kidding. Bam, 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 bam. It was one of them Martian tops, huh? Yes, after there. Accident where they cause their satellite to crash into the planet and kill them all. They've all, they've all become just so much more lonely than when they were alive. Why are you giving me a goddamn history lesson? You just trying to do exposition. Everybody knows what happened to Mars. <laughs> you don't need to discuss it. 
Well, you know, it's space law that I have to make sure everyone knows about every species backstory. <laughs> anyway, uh, I let moving on. <laughs> the situation is this. Mr. House, I am aware that many of you Martians are looking for ways to resurrect yourselves, correct? Well, um, Martians as a, as a whole are not, um, they are not what you would call an entire voting block. Uh, we have very different ideas of what we should do. Well, I guess I should put away this orb of resurrection I have I on me. I happen to fall into the camp of love to be resurrected. <laughs> um, I am a fringe in the fact that I do enjoy being uh, deceased, but oh, do I miss having schnitzel. Yeah. So uh, so eating really anything. Have you ever been to a, uh, a, a Christmas garden or a Christmas uh, village, it is really very vulnerable. So, um, if I could be resurrected, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be wonderful. I happen to have a spare resurrection or rob me, and I would appreciate since you are specialized in impersonating individuals, you might be ideal for this particular job. Okay, let me get this straight. You're going to you're going to do exposition about a goddamn tragedy on Mars, but you're not going to explain the goddamn resurrection. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> he, he he turns and just blows smoke in the face of Hill House, and some <laughs> might just think this is a dick move. But no, he's been around ghosts before. He knows they like to get you know that's the closest they get to smoking a cigar. <laughs> oh oh oh, pseudo Cuban. Oh, very nice. Now we're <laughs> Quite simple for this particular job. I don't know of the Darian family. The Darian family? Yes. Not standing on my neck. That's that, that Darian? What? The, what? You, From the MTV show. Are you talking about the 15th version of that where they kept like reversing the series? Oh, yeah. It was very strange how she was being reversed. Over and over Bro. from an egg, and every time she came out, she would say, uh, "Oh my God, kill me!" But then every different iteration, she would mean it more and more <laughs> and more. Oh, God, yo! Even as a ghost, you're fucking morbid. But, <laughs> but anyway, no. Darian, the Darian family is very wealthy. Own many mining rights across many. <sighs> Systems, but uh, one of their uh, sons in R is what what would call a play being. They uh, wish to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. If you understand my meaning, that is impossible. One cannot party all the time. One must work. One must make things. For the betterment of the people, and then party all the time. And then you would think so, but he is inherited wealth. He does not know what it means to do anything to contribute to society. What's uh, what's his name? Douglas says as he pushes back his sleeve and he, he's typing on this like rusted. It looks like a pit boy, but it's rusted. And after a mm-hmm. second, like one of the lights blinks on, blinks off. He slaps the side of it, and then like a small hollow projector comes up, and he's starting. He's looking for the person's name. 
The name is Zanar. Zanar. During one of these parties, he took something that belonged to me. Uh huh. I like the idea that, uh, Billy, you slap the side of your pit boy and like an image pops up. And it's like a woman who's like, help me, Douglas Barron. You're my only hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, looks like you're trying to write down the list of a crap. Lenar took something from me, a particular ring of great value. It is made of hyper gold, and within its center is a red ruby. I would very much like it back. Uh-huh. Are we doing anything to this, the boy holding the ring, or are we just letting him go lickety-split? Uh, there would be... If you could do something without making yourself known that it was by me, great, but all I care about is the ring. Uh-huh. Although, he pauses for a second. Nothing permanent. But if it's well-known enough, I'll Put a bonus. All right. Although if you kill him, make sure it's not tied to me. Just putting that out there. Not that I would say you should kill him. But if it came up, I would appreciate it. Yeah, we wouldn't want that getting around like the mob boss likes people getting killed. Am I right? (laughs) I have a reputation to uphold. I'm a a hero of the common thing. Uh, 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 Is that just... Ooh, Three more times, please. Oh, bam, no. bam, bam. Hero in a half shell. I got it. <laughs> I see the reference from the 15th reboot of the Ninja Turtles. That was really good. What the hell is a Ninja Turtle? This is Daria. was very dark. <laughs> oh, God. And we. <laughs> that came from that show. Now, as far as I know, he is currently in his space yacht preparing for a massive party there. The yacht known as the Reckless Spending. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you will find a way to go inside and retrieve the ring. That is up to you. But do it and you shall be paid appropriately. Your favor shall be no longer a thing. And I will gift you a chance to use a resurrection or Mr. House. Do we have a deal? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm owed him the favor, so uh, this is on expense for me. So I got no uh, means to negotiate. What about you, ghost boy? <laughs> My character looks over, still wrapped in the proton pack like lasso. Lasso. I find his terms very um, pleasing. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Reptar, give the beam of ghostly subjugation to Mr. Douglas here. Mr. Brute was... I really want Reptar to actually be like the human guy next to the reptile man. Just (laughs) gives it to Douglas. That's that's goddamn surprising. It's one of those ironic things like when Biggie is actually a really small guy. Yep. Now leave us, Mammalian. Take them away. Well, it's going to be the goddamn reptile. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I, t- I take the back, uh, the, the the pack from 
Reptar. Yeah. I press a button and the uh, plasma that's wrapped around completely around Mr. Hillhouse uh, kind of reverts into a small, like thread-like plasma beam that's around his neck. Mm-hmm. And you are no longer floating. And that means basically I can't throw you around like a rag doll, but you, you, it kind of keeps you here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's better, I suppose. All right. Well, let's uh, get this party started. All right, everybody get going. Yeah, well, let us go out first, Mr. Snail. Well, last time I did, I had to change my boots. <coughs> so well, that is insult true, but insulting. But go ahead. And yeah, we're going to be walking out, uh, and Douglas mm-hmm. is just blowing smoke over his shoulder as he starts making his way towards the uh, the private uh, dock, the mm-hmm. space dock, where his ship, the Rust Bucket, is waiting for him. And the uh, translucent image of the nondescript uh, man that is Mr. Hill House follows, uh, connected by the uh, the necklace of super science. <laughs> What would you call it? Super Science Lasso. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you guys get inside your ship. So real yeah. quick, who the fuck are we looking for again? Because like you were jotting stuff down, and <laughs> I cannot read your handwriting <laughs> to save my life. <laughs> You're looking for Zanar Dorian. Fucking door games. <laughs> I swear to God, that's why I just so desperately want you to run a normal game. <laughs> so Looking for John Smith. Got it. <laughs> Zanar Dorian, a rich playboy of the Dorian family. All right, playboy. Mm. Got it. And what has he got? Uh, the Reckless Spending. Uh, that's the yacht. That's right. the name of the ship, yep. What, what are we looking for? We're looking for a him. ring that he took, made of uh, hyper gold, gold and a hyper ruby. Gold and a ruby. Yeah. Ring of hyper gold. Mm. I fucking love that. <laughs> Oh, I saw hyper gold open up for anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we get, uh, as we pass the side of my ship, it's an old rust bucket of a, a spacecraft, probably a hundred years old. And you see written on the side is called like the rust bucket, but it's hard to really detect. But as we enter uh, up the ramp, one of the space dock workers runs up to Douglas and hands him a, a report. And Douglas looks it over, you know, screams about some, you know, charges being charged his way before grunting and throwing the data pad back into his face. It says, fine, pay for it. Goddamn snail ripping me off. Grab me by the goddamn junk every time and drag me out here. <laughs> Get in here, ghost boy. And uh, we're heading into the rust bucket. He enters the bridge, flops down into his big seat. It looks kind of like a lazy boy that he's dragged and bolted down in front. And he leans back into it and activates everything. And on the screen, for a second, the screen screams, like identifies the ship as the rust bucket, but then it glitches out and it's called the cheating bastard. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Yes, that fucking callback. Yeah. I would high five you so oh, hard. That's a good callback. I love it. Yeah, yeah. He screams and, and slams are- the side of his like, goddamn first wife put one of them <laughs> infidelity goddamn viruses on my ship. No matter what, she always, you know, I don't know why she's calling me the cheating bastard. I was doing her sister a favor. <laughs> <laughs> 
For those listening in, that's a callback to our Bulldogs game from a long time ago. One of the fucking finest, <laughs> finest games that we've ever one shots <laughs> that mock Jesus's absolute <laughs> love of science fiction. I, I, if you look, if you drew out a timeline of all the times that Jesus's run a science fiction game, <laughs> you would see a brutal, an unending beating of his favorite. I, I just want to. Say Say, hey, Zeus, I've always taken your science fiction games very seriously. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I've always wanted to be part in, in a space opera. Okay. All right. Me too. It's, it's going to happen in the future. Don't worry. But anyway, so you're inside your ship. As you can tell, this is why I, get, I continuously get uh, dinged with fees, because I don't really understand that I'm supposed to stop and wait. Just kind of mm. crash right on through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two there's two settings to your uh, to your ship's like thruster. There's off and fuck yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. So yeah, uh, my character is uh, he's grabbing the hologram that appears over his gauntlet and then kind of just throwing it towards the screen in front of him, and mm-hmm. the hologram you know takes form there, and he's bringing up anything he can find on this uh, Zanar Dorian. The Zanar Dorian, as you know, is from the Dorian family. And he looks like a, a five-foot-tall, six-armed alien, three arms on each side, uh, blue skin uh, with what you assume at first was like a long beard, but it's more like a, a, like a skin flap that covers the, his chin and huge horns. And uh, he would look intimidating if he wasn't wearing a Hawaiian shirt and had his tongue out and, going, and had a backwards hat and was going, yeah, with his fingers up. And basically, he looks like he looks like a, a alien version of a dude, bro. I, I reach out and I hit the fil- uh, the nudity filter, and that like sag <laughs> that that like that that what you called it a uh, skin flap on his face. Yeah, that filters <laughs> out because <laughs> what we don't know is that guy just sent us a dick pic. That's that's what's on his <laughs> on his uh, bio. So I, I scroll through everything before grunting a few times, and I toss a glance over towards Mister Hill House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he seems like he has a uh, good time from uh, here and there. And also, um, looking at the surroundings of this photo, there's a lot of places that uh, you could place a sniper. Very unfortunate. The man, the thing, the person, uh, does not seem to care about threats. Uh, he's a Dorian. The whole house—they own half the goddamn galaxy. I swear, if anybody's going to ever take a shot at him, you pretty much guarantee you, your whole family, their whole families, their goddamn dentist are going to be liquidated on freaking Mercury within like I don't know a month. So it's a death sentence if you kill the guy. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that uh, herpes will do the job that sooner, far sooner than a bullet, but. Uh, he seems like, um, how should I put this? Uh, my people have a term for this. Um, he is Lemon. as if, uh, he is as if Limp Biscuit fucked a uh, a four local. Okay, you know, if you're just going to be taught bringing up oldie references left and right, I'm just not going <laughs> to understand you, dead folks. I, you know, I don't even understand the whole Martian thing because you guys died 200 years ago, but you're still kicking and floating around like some bunch of assholes bringing up old. Old statements, old things song, talking about something called television show. I don't know what the hell you're always talking about. 
Limp Biscuit. Who names a goddamn? But what is a Limp Biscuit? Yeah, sounds well, disgusting. Oh, do you want to know how old I am? I uh, I knew I I was I was friends with the uh, the uh, composers. Do do you know classical music? Yeah. Yeah, I've been known to listen to something classical occasionally. I was friends briefly with um, the people who uh, sang the song. I get knocked down and I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I was friends with Chumbawamba. Okay. Now, if that song don't make sense, if you get knocked down by Douglas Barron, you stay goddamn down. Unless you're a Martian, apparently. You just don't fucking die. I was All also right. friends with Eve Six. <laughs> yeah. He just grunts, shakes his head before. <laughs> He's looking up. Uh, so this is a party on the, what's it called? The, the reckless spending. The reckless spending. Uh, it's a party, right? Mm-hmm. He's seeing if he can find. Uh, he's going to make a call to his broker, his information broker. Okay. And uh, you, uh, what's yeah. your information broker's name? His uh, information is uh, his, his, all he knows. He calls the guy Tip. Tip. Yep, and yes. it's always just a tip. <laughs> I was. Working. Oh, I know. I know. I had to. I had to really go quickly on that one. Yeah, there's no way you named it that and you didn't have that ready. Okay. You, the uh, screen switches to who you know as Tip, who sort of looks like a, a six foot tall, hefty uh, red hedgehog. As he looks at Paul and he was like, Yeah. Oh, uh, Douglas, how you doing, buddy? Pal, compadre, what do you need? Maybe I another need- bullet hole? Huh? Huh? See what I did a reference to what I did to you before because you fucked me. Don't listen. After you fuck me, I'll fuck you after you fuck me. That's what I've already told you. God damn it. No, that was, I just owe you a little money. You didn't have to shoot me three times. That's why I shot you four. Oh, God, you shot me four. You grazed me. That last one wasn't even a hit. Oh, so that mean I never need a head a hit to break break even the odds? Is what you're telling me right now? Listen, Tip, I swear to God, the next time I see you, I'm going to strangle you if I won't even dignify your existence with a goddamn bullet. Oh, that's it, because everyone knows you only showed blanks. Andy, what do you need, buddy? Uh, anyways, oh yeah. Uh, first, I'm uh, I'm sending you the fifteen percent owed for that last job. Okay, yeah, sure. Thank you. I appreciate. Okay. It. And uh, secondly, I'm just going to have to ask you. Uh, I'm I'm sending you information on a uh, Zanar Dorian. He is working with uh, some party folks on their ship. I need to know what kind of party uh, events they're having there. Oh, oh sure. I'll give me a few minutes. Now, for this, for this, since it's going to be a thing that's going to require some risk on on your buddy's tips part. Uh, you're going to have to make a roll for it. So I'm going to say this is a rather low difficulty. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to, what fact, I'm going to say, what factor are you going to use? I'm going to assume it's going to be your broker. Oh, yeah. I mean, but is, is this a medium factor, high factor, it's gonna be low, low factor? factor. Low yeah, factor it's a, risk. Yeah. My, uh, my relationship with my broker. Is low as well, right? Yep. Which means that you're going to roll. And if you, uh, whatever you roll doesn't matter because it's even as off for the system. Since it's equal, uh, evens, you succeed. Odds you fail, and that's all that is. Okay, so roll. I got a even. All right, he's like, ah, let's put it up. Oh, huh? Not many making itself uh, very hard to find out what's going on with this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, yeah, it's going to be a massive party. There's a bunch of 
celebrities. Oh my God, Lady Gaga Gaga guy is going to be there. Woo! Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big of a party. But she's bringing her baby. Interesting. I know her great 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 grandmother. Oh God! Uh, oh, you don't tell me. Is that a Martian? Oh, it's, they just it, keep talking. It's a dead. Why would you bring a Martian with you? It's not by choice. Trust me. If I wanted oh. to go down history lane, I'd visit a goddamn museum. Uh, Somebody folks told me so. All right. Listen. Okay. So yeah, the party is going to be on uh, planet Zanzibar. Uh, yeah, it's going to be floating around Zanzibar and then heading out. So you're going to want to get there in the next, uh, let's see, day or two. Uh, well, you, you said celebrities. Uh, did anybody, uh, could you look on the invitation list and see if anybody declined his invitation? A celebrity. Uh, let me take a look here. Hey, Mr. Hillhouse, how good is your goddamn uh, trans uh, imposter syndrome? It depends. Oh, is it Zap Brannigan? Uh, Zap McGuffin? Zap McGuffin is so fucking fly right now. <laughs> Says David trying to like shoehorn in <laughs> one of his old characters so he doesn't have to make up. Anything. All right. All right. So he's like, uh, well, that, oh, surprising to say. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there is a uh, Zach McGuffin. There we go. The famous scat musician. Scat okay. musician. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to pay for this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> And he's declined to come to this little shindig. Yeah, he has a different, another thing. Apparently, he's being sued over some intellectual property rights. So we're not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so uh, if, I mean, if you want to try to go sneak at that, I don't know if you have anybody that can be convincingly be Zach McGuffin, but I'll give it a go. All right. I got a dead guy. He don't got a laugh. Okay. Ah, so see what you got. To- also, remember, I'll fucking kill you. One day I will end you and I will bury you with the rest of the, I will bury you with the rest of your family. (laughs) That's actually not an insult. He is a hedgehog creature. So they like to actually burrow with their family uh, when it gets cold out. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Says the ghost. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's fine to threaten someone with their death. And I am bringing up a picture of Zap McGuffin. Uh, it says it says McGuffin, but there's a line behind it, and behind that says Branigan. Uh, <laughs> and I look towards David's character, uh, Mr. Hillhouse, and I wave at him before realizing, right. And then I press the, my uh, the button on the gauntlet, and the plasma collar around your neck goes away. All right, let's see what you can do. Dave, I'm going to give you this. What does Zap McGuffin, since this is your character you love so much, what does he look like? He is a uh, tall, handsome, Caucasian man with sandy blonde hair in a a high and tight haircut. He is broad-shouldered and uh, thickly armed, muscular with a all-American square-jawed chin with a cleft in the center and wandering blue eyes and a face that's seen more than one or two punches but still has a has a an expectation for a better future he's looking off into the distance he's dressed in camo gear and he's holding uh what looks like a small jar of nails yeah i can do that yeah no problem yeah, I mean, he's very big. It's, it's also very um, stereotypical. It's, it's, I mean, 
I'm not saying that he, you know, he he, he doesn't fit in the in in the Hollywood as it were the cinema cinema world of the universe, but it's very basic. It's it's as if a mind that did not want to take chances came up with him. Well, whatever. I'm not his creative genius. I'm going to leave that part to you. So just do your thing. Let's see how this goes. Sure. Just get me in there. And uh, I will look around looking for this, uh, this ring for, uh, that belongs to this idiot. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Dave, Jesus, we are going to head towards the planet where this party bus is uh, loading up and we are going to try to infiltrate that bus uh, via David being <laughs> scat MacGuffin or <laughs> zap, <laughs> oh my scat, God. zap scat MacGuffin, MacGuffin. Yeah, so much better <laughs> <laughs> so you head to Zanzibar which is a giant purple a gas giant and as your ship comes close you see the floating massive space yachts of the reckless spending a kilometer long space yacht. And as you get close, you hear a, si- you hear a signal coming through their speakers. Identify yourself. Douglas Baron uh, reaches out and taps the controls and says, Hello, this is uh, uh, Timothy Timberson. And uh, I'm flying the, and he looks over at the uh, screen and frowns as it goes from his clearly fake uh, uh, identification back to the cheating bastard. <laughs> and he mumbles, God damn, Melissa. Uh, this is uh, Timothy Timerson of the um, cheating bastard. I'm here to deliver one scat zap MacGuffin. Can we have uh, Mr. Scat zap MacGuffin on the line, please? Yep. Uh, uh, hit it, champ. Skittle and beep up. Uh, skittle and do. Skip, beep, beep up. Uh, do. That's how he talks. Uh, I just want that, that. That's the only way. Like, no one's actually heard him actually talk. He just skits the scats. Like, every time they do interviews, they, they, they love him because you could judge his, his emotions and response by his scat. That is 1000% canon now for this universe. Yeah. And then you see, you, you clearly see Douglas as the guy looks at him, pulls up what looks like a book, and, and you see it's a scat to English translator. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So well, does David uh, does it did David has to roll to like look like this guy? It seems like it, no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a roll. I just wanted to have that moment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're gonna have to roll, uh, David, to for this particular. What factor do you think would fit for this particular roll? I mean, it would have to be uh, and I'm going to say this is a medium difficulty. And doesn't his like David, aren't you you, you, oh, your thing is you are in person, so that would go from medium to low. Yeah, so it was no difficulty. What does any of that mean? Okay, so you know how basically there's three types of difficulties: medium, sorry, high, medium, and low. Correct, yeah. and you have different factors of importance: high, medium, and low. Mm-hmm. Correct. If you if uh, if you choose a factor that is equal to the difficulty, mm-hmm. when you roll, evens succeed, mm-hmm. odds fail. And put your whatever factor you have in danger, mm-hmm. right? If you choose a fact, if you choose a factor that is uh, higher than the difficulty, you automatically succeed. 
but you still need to roll. And if you roll large, your factor is in danger. Interesting. If you choose a factor that is lower than the difficulty, all, even if you succeed, mm-hmm. odds the factor is lost no matter what. Cool. I'm going to go with uh, my high, which is humans are the worst thing. Okay. So you automatically succeed, but roll to see if you just put your factor in danger. Got a one. Okay. So it's an odd. So it's in danger. Okay. And it, okay. Is that your nature? Okay. <clears throat> so is there a way that I can bring it out of danger? You exactly. can. Yes, there is. You can. Uh, at some point, if you want to put it out of danger, you can roll again at some point and risk another one of your factors. Mm-hmm. If you succeed, you put your factor out of danger. Cool. If you fail, you put your other factor in danger. You don't lose the fact, other factor. Yep. But you put your other factor in danger instead. Sounds good. Yeah. So both are now in danger. Okay. Cool. But yeah, as soon as you do that, uh, you fail, right? Yep. So basically, you succeed automatically. So he goes, oh, Scat, Sap, uh, McGuffin, ever, I, uh, excuse me, just wanted to say, <laughs> when you <laughs> visited that hospital, let's get up, all those, with those kids, and you gave them such hope, one of those kids was my son, and I wanted to say, <laughs> thank you so much, got it up, <laughs> prove that. <laughs> There is good in this universe. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I just, there's just too much. Just please go, go inside, sir. I, you are the best thing that has ever happened to the human race. Uh, <laughs> I turn off the communications <laughs> at that. And yeah, I'm flying towards the spacecraft and <laughs> I'm docking and I'm not crashing through this time. I'm doing this like proper. <laughs> And Douglas is going to uh, stand up, you know, like grab his like belt and like adjust himself. And then he mm-hmm. is moving towards a locker and on it, it's called a hollow, uh, hollow glue. And he opens it up and he is going to start wrapping bands around his waist, his legs, his neck and everything. And when he's done, he's going to activate it. And he's, it's basically going to put a hologram around his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as convincing as would say as an imposter. It can't be super like he, he can never like really imp- uh, impersonate somebody because it comes off as like uncanny Valley. But if he's just like looking for something that is like background looking, uh, that's what this is. And mm-hmm. Douglas is kind of putting in the parameters on the computer and it is bringing him up as a I'm rolling. <laughs> Uh, I am a bikini blonde following <laughs> Mr. Scat. <laughs> and I do, I'm going to roll uh, to see if I can pull off a bikini blonde. Okay. You know what? I'm, yep. This is going to be a, I was going to make it hard because it's funny, but mid, I'm also medium difficulty. Pull off a okay. medium, a bikini blonde. I'm As going you open to, the door and they see roll first. Yeah, I uh, I'm going to chance my um, my phys- my physique, which is goddamn, I'm getting old. Okay, and oh, I got it too. Okay, uh, the doors open, and the security of various races, all of the races, of course, looking huge, massive. One looks fertility, one looks million. All of them. One is a giant rock person that stands in front and stares down at a very beautiful. Bikini blonde. Yeah, you here with uh, Scat Zap McGuffin? <clears throat> uh, 
is the most like imagine like a vegas dancer in her 70s who smoked every day of her life including the time she came out of her mom's uh nethers uh try i just kind of like like throw my arms towards towards where mr hill house is or or scat zap mcguffin (laughs) all right all right uh you and mr uh scat zap mcguffin please go this way to your private rooms the yacht will be leaving momentarily and mr Thank you. <laughs> oh, there's uh, cough drops in the room as well. You s- Not that I'm saying you need them, but if it helps. My <laughs> 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 character walks by his aura thought. The guy, as soon as you say that, the guy looks, he's like, Sir, no need for insults. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm carrying as like this. It's a it's a bikini woman <laughs> carrying like no shoes. It looks like she's like right off the beach, and she's carrying like you know the luggage of Zap Scat McGuffin <laughs> behind him. And you know maybe the audience thinks this is weird, but no, apparently this is like the newest fashion. Like you have bikini models just carry uh, your luggage for you. It's very luxurious. You pass by numerous people, and no one bats an eye. This is like usual. There's several bikini women just like walking behind. Most of them probably androids. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're the only one going like... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> then we go up the stairs and after like four of them, I just kind of lean forward. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like a young man just walks by and just stares at me and this keeps on walking. <laughs> a young man... Eyes up like, here, asshole! <laughs> By a young man, you mean like a 65-year-old <laughs> butler? <laughs> so yeah, we are uh, we're heading up towards the yacht. Yep, you head up the yacht, uh, a couple of stairs, uh, actually, no, not stairs, you're rich. Uh, you go into a private elevator that leads yeah. up directly to your room. And you open the door, and it is a massive suite. A suite worthy of Scat Zap McGuffin. <laughs> I just uh, the, I love the name Scat Zap McGuffin. <laughs> the panel opens, and basically, you see a, a massive heart-shaped bed with a mirror up top, of course. Uh, what looks like five showers, and basically the walls are covered with these uh, translucent mirrors that shift to sh- images of outer space, and and basically parts of uh, new beautiful worlds across the solar system, uh, across the galaxy. And of course, the sweet sounds of uh, Zach, sorry, of Scat Zap McGuffin's <laughs> most popular soundtracks. Of course, like Zip Zap Zip Hoop, as well as as and. And of course, you could forget that emotional classic to the dying children of Ganagar 5. Bloop, bloop. I'm just imagining that song. But it's like just a black paddle. It's one of those indie like music videos where he's just he's completely naked, but you only see his like the top half, and he's just staring off, and he's just singing. Zip bop I can see the choir now. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget his. Let's not forget his uh, classic uh, 
his classic piece to raise money and awareness to uh, children ac- across the universe. We are the blurb. <laughs> <laughs> we are the blurb. We are the blurb. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, it, it's like a choir scheme, and they say we are the, and it just cuts to Zap, and he's just sitting in his like jacuzzi, smoking, like drinking. <laughs> blurb. Blurb. <laughs> they only had enough to film five seconds of him doing his scat before before he unleashed the drones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, the actual the actual scat Brannigan is a monster. <laughs> he's in it for the money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I really liked his original stuff under Zap Brannigan, but once he changed his name, (laughs) he sold out completely. Oh, God, I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, right, right. (laughs) Uh, Douglas hits like the side of his neck three times and it's like his beefy frame appears. Uh, It's funny for a second, like. The, the top part malfunctions. So it's like the bubbling blonde hair and smile on like a big fat man's out uh, form. Then he slaps the side of his neck and it turns off. He's like, all right, that worked. So, uh, right. okay, um, we got and, in. So, and then uh, Scott Zap uh, McGovern takes his left arm and grabs his chest and twists and all of his skin comes off as he wrenches it forward and then slaps it against the wall which dissipates in a slap and then of ectoplasm and then it's just a little unassuming indescript Mr. Hillhouse alright well we got on the ship that was the fun part now we just gotta find the goddamn ring so uh <clears throat> I suppose this old party thing's going to have some sort of shindig where the celebrities meet up with this uh, Zanar Dorian. Now, uh, we got to make sure you get close enough to see if he's wearing the goddamn ring. And if not, you need to be close enough to know, to talk him through and, you know, butter him up, butter him up until you, he tells you where the ring's at. Yeah. 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 Um, so what I'm thinking is there are going to be many of the people who are, um, how do you say, fucking shite-faced, shiza-faced. And they will be uh, roaming a- around and I can, and you can, uh, integrate with them and mm-hmm. in that way get closer to our target. Because even if we do something that is uh, untoward or unusual, we just pretend we are shite-faced. Not a bad plan. Acting drunk and stupid is uh, sort of my MO. So, acting, uh, acting, <clears throat> acting, not actually, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I, we can keep this sober. All right, so... Uh, Oh boy! I was able to bring uh, my weapon on using uh, the uh, in the luggage. Please tell me you got yourself a weapon too. Uh, yeah, it is called. Humans are so dumb that I do not need a weapon. Uh, you have proliferated so many guns into the universe that I could trip on my 
uh, deck, as it were, and find an entire arsenal. So no, I, the only thing I need for a weapon is to exist in a world with humans. Uh-huh. God damn, you really miss being alive, don't you? I hate being dead. dead. <laughs> All right. Well, almost it, as much as I hate being dead. Well, it sounds like you're in a real limbo situation, but I don't need you being all down on yourself and sad that you're dead or not living. I need you to be Scott Zat McGuffin. Now, uh, you are familiar with some of his works, right? Oh, yeah. I've had a couple of his albums. Uh, in fact, uh, one of his, his earlier, earlier works uh, was uh, played in my high school graduation. Uh-huh. Uh, so, okay. Could, could, could you repeat some of the words in that? So I just know what, uh, you know, what they were just so you can ease my, my worry that you don't know this guy very well. Well, it was from his, uh, it, it was actually very, um, uh, impetuous. Uh, we actually, um, voted via the student union, uh, the, uh, the, uh, academic, uh, elite was very upset, but we actually voted for his uh, one of his original tracks, "Cat, Cat, Cat." Suddenly, there's a buzzing at the door, and I open it up, and it's a lawyer saying, uh, "Zap, Scat, <laughs> 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 Zap McGuffin, uh, you have brought up uh, words that you spoke during your Zap Brannigan phase. I need you to sign here and here <laughs> your acknowledgement that you failed and that you'll never do it again. <laughs> your bank account has been deducted five million dollars. <laughs> cat, cat, cat. <laughs> yeah." And as you're there talking, I had to set that joke up for a while. (laughs) I fucking loved it. No, you fucking all ooped it, and I loved it. And as you guys are talking, you feel the familiar shifting from regular space into hyperspace. As you guys, the lawyer comes in and says, "I'm sorry, representing Lucas Art here. You you are no longer allowed calling this sort of space hyperspace. This is known as transdimensional warp." And then the lawyers from Star Wars, Star Trek comes in. He's like, sorry, not transdimensional. But uh, and then Mel Brooks walks in. Excuse me. Uh, Excuse me. It, it, it's called super duper space. <laughs> I thought you said you Mel go- Gibson. And I was just like, whoa, what, what sort of racist joke are you about to say? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mel Gibson walks in behind Mel fucking Brooks. <laughs> you guys. That is the beginning of a joke. I am dying to. <laughs> you guys shift into subdermal space. You happy? We're underneath someone's skin. Yep. The skin <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> the, all the lawyers get together whispering that like <laughs> we are we are, we approve of this name <laughs> and they walk out. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible, where our heroes learned that the real universal language isn't love, it's music specifically scat music. If you liked this, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we have our own Discord. If you find a few space bucks burning a hole in your pocket, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get early releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and see you next time.